0: Well, clearly we don't have time for a whole message today. i have to give you the happy meal, I guess. No toy, but a happy meal. Aww. So we've been working in this uh, series of messages over the last, I've lost track, I don't know, five weeks, <laughs> thank you. And the, the series has been called Filled because of my heart to see the Holy Spirit fill us. And to see every person experience the real filling of the Holy Spirit and not so much of this fluff that's on TV and stuff. And I don't mean that as a judgment, just that it's easy to get off track with this stuff. And you know, it may have crossed your mind. So why, why, why this sudden emphasis on the filling of the Holy Spirit? And well, first of all, I need to tell you because it's so cool. <laughs> I mean, it's just great to live as a spirit-filled believer. I'm not gonna lie; it's fun. It's, I see people trudging through their faith. And you're trying really, really hard, and I admire you for that, and I remember it so well, of just trying so hard, and, uh, and yet it's like, it's, this is really hard. <laughs> I didn't know it was going to be this way. And, and there are certainly aspects of being a Christian, even as a spirit-filled Christian, that are, that are challenging, of course, but it's not meant to be up to us. It's not meant to be done by our own strength. But by the power of the Holy Spirit living inside of us is really how this whole life is meant to be lived. And so it's just so cool and it's so much better to be walking this out as one who is indwelt by God and His Spirit and one who has this capacity to be able to, to live in the Spirit. And so that's that's my primary motivation. But secondary also I think I should tell you that it it is my studied opinion that I think that the church at large has learned to do something that we call church substantially without the holy spirit and we've gotten good at it we can sing the songs and we can preach the words and we can have the classes and we can uh, you know we can do the things that qualify for us as church and and yet, substantially devoid of so many of the things that we see in the New Testament that characterized the church. Am I right? And I'm not saying that what we're doing or what the church at large is doing is a bad thing. It's just not a finished thing. And I guess it has the potential for being a bad thing if if somehow we fall into a pattern of, of routine behaviors that that... We enjoy, but they're really not life-giving. They're really not. And so, my, my whole motivation for taking this much time to talk about being filled with the Holy Spirit is, is so that we can, we can be sure, beyond sure, that we're, we're not doing church because we know how to do it. And because we've read the right books, and followed the right methodologies. But I—I I, you know my heart. I want to be the church that is in the hands of the Holy Spirit. Completely dependent on the Holy Spirit. And, uh, and that's, that's more challenging than it may sound. It's like, so, so then do it. <laughs> well, we are. And yet, our culture just sets us up with so many barriers for that to be happening consistently. And plus, I have ADD, as you know, and so I forget. And have to come back to these rudimentary aspects of church life. So, so we've been talk- I, I want you to know my motivations. And so we've been talking about what it even means to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And I hope I've persuaded you that this is an experience that is meant for everyone. That to be a Spirit-filled Christian is to be a Christian. That God means to fill you with His Spirit. And that means that He wants to indwell you with His own person. You know, he's not a, the Holy Spirit is not electricity, the Holy Spirit is not the goo of God, but it's Him, and He wants to come and live inside of you. He wants to, he wants to be the very life source inside of you. He wants to take over, and uh, uh, in, in the process, that he's, he's endeavoring to make us peculiar, to make us weird. The Scripture's word is peculiar, and, and uh, that he's, he's trying to make us different. Than the rest of the world, and not in a religious way. This is where people go wrong. Like, oh, so you know, you you you're, you're always talking Bible verses and stuff like that. No, not at all. But uh, but to be naturally engaged with the Holy Spirit in such a way that we are peculiar people because we have life in us. This is this is the intention of God in in filling us. And and then last week I just tried to start answering the question. Well, how do I know if I'm filled with the Holy Spirit? And my my teaching was that first you will be seeing the fruit of the spirit emerging in increasing measure the fruit of the spirit is love the joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and self control and that's in a particular passage of the bible called galatians and and you'll be seeing this stuff and it won't be 100% likely you'll be the first person who was ever 100% fruity but you'll you'll have a a mixed experience with it but what you'll be seeing is that it has it's increasingly becoming more and more uh a characteristic of your life i had a terrible week in some respects this week i mean uh, and i kept thinking about the message i just preached last week you know and i'm like i i'm such a hypocrite you know and i had to work through that this week because i just had just some stuff going on that just kept getting me down and stuff and i was living in a place that i i don't like and um and so, uh, and I'm not using my experience as normative because you don't want to grow up and be like me. You want to grow up and be like Jesus, all right? Um, but I, I just believe that this is something that encourages us to trust God and be filled with the Spirit so that this happens in increasing, increasing measure. And I was planning on a reasonably substantial teaching, and gosh, that's certainly not going to happen today, about the next the next uh, indication that you are filled with the Holy Spirit, and I'll, I'll tell you what it is, it's that you will begin in a wonderful way to manifest the gifts of the Spirit, the gifts of the Holy Spirit. That these things called spiritual gifts, which are substantially in a passage of Scripture I was planning to unpack for you in 1 Corinthians 12, and there's also a parallel passage in Romans 12, talks about these supernatural abilities that God puts inside of us so that he can he can do his work through us, and so that it's not us doing it. And even even some of what was happening this morning, as I was just inviting the Holy Spirit and trying to be sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit this morning. And uh, you know, this was this was of no particular effort of my own, but just uh, the work of the Holy Spirit and wanting him to release the spiritual gifts that he's planted in me to to bless you and to be a blessing to the people that God wanted to bless this morning in those ways. And the reality is that this is true of all of us. 1 Peter 4.10 says that each one should use whatever gift he has received to serve others, faithfully administering God's grace in its various forms. And I know you're searching in the booth for 1 Peter 4.10, but it just came to my mind, so you're not going to find it. Um, But it says that each one should use whatever gift he has received, whatever spiritual gift he has received, and the implication there is that everybody has received at least a, uh, if not some mix of these spiritual gifts. And it says each one should use them uh, faithfully administering God's grace. And so what this means is that as these Holy, as these Holy Spirit gifts live inside of you, as the Holy Spirit lives inside of you and he bears these gifts out, God desires to pour his grace, his loving grace through you, right? Right? So there's Tacey, and she's filled with the Holy Spirit. And <laughs> I just happen to be looking in your direction. And uh, no, you are filled with the Holy Spirit. And these gifts are living inside of you. And God wants to pour grace to others through you. And it's not our grace that we give, is it? It's, we're completely dependent on the Holy Spirit for this. And so as, as an example, what you saw here this morning is just uh, just people making themselves an open conduit of the grace of God. In order to to bless the church and accomplish just the purposes of God to break out the kingdom of God, and you can see how one need, would need to be filled with the Holy Spirit in order to function in this capacity, can't you? Uh, otherwise, you're 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 faking it. Otherwise, you're you're doing it of your own strength, and whatever happens isn't eternal. And so, let me just you know. Set that in your mind today, and maybe I'll do the whole teaching next week. I don't know. Maybe we'll get lucky, and Jesus will come back on Wednesday. I don't know, and you won't have to listen to me anymore. You listen to him. (laughs) But, you know, let me just set that in your minds today, that you have spiritual gifts, every single one of you. The intention of God is to pour himself through you. And these spiritual gifts, you know, in case you're, you're wondering, does that mean I have to get all pastory and, you know, and no. I mean, so these spiritual gifts have a wide range of things, including oh, something that I saw manifested so beautifully in several people yesterday. It's something called the gift of helps. And this is just being there to serve and to help in the most behind-the-scenes ways. And one would, you know, might think that, well, you've got this pastor gift, wow, that's big and important, and you've got this helps gift, what's that? Well, Forget about it. The gifts are the same. And when you see the Holy Spirit working through people with these gifts of helps, these gifts of giving, these gifts of mercy, these gifts of encouragement, these gifts of hospitality, I mean, when it's not their own efforts, but when you stand and watch God working through a person in these gifts, you just have to stand back and let your jaw drop open and go, God, you are wonderful, you are magnificent. And you see the Holy Spirit. I saw the Holy Spirit last night here. We had a parking lot full of people. Full. nary a place to park. Full. The huge majority of them I never laid eyes on before in my life. God drew them. And I saw the Holy Spirit poured out. You may think this is funny. In the hot dog station. And I don't mean just, wow, these people were coming and, wow, it was nice to get a free hot dog from whatever this church is. But I saw the Holy Spirit working through the person who was handing them the hot dog. That's what we're talking about. That's what we're talking about. You have these gifts. They live in you. Open yourself up. Would you just say, Lord, live in me. Live in me by the power of your Holy Spirit. Live in me. Live in me, Lord. Live in me. Live inside of me, Lord. Live inside of me. Live in me. Just say, Holy Spirit, I welcome you as the person of God, as the face of God, as the very reality of God, to come and enter me right now. I believe in your Son, Jesus. I have released my faith for his shed blood on the cross and the forgiveness of my sins. These things are true to me, Lord. And now I pray, Lord, that you will complete this work of salvation by filling me with your Holy Spirit. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Come, Lord. I want to be this kind of person that's guided by you, that's directed by you, that is surprised by the work of my own hands because it's you working through me. I want to be that person who is surprised by the words that come out of my mouth because I didn't think them. I want to be that person who is surprised by the fresh, life-giving perspective that flows in my mind and release from gossip and criticism and negative judgments of people. I want to be that person who is surprised by the fruit and gifts of the Spirit living inside of me. I want to be that person, Lord, who is free, who is free from addictive behaviors that are so troubling and so harmful. I want to be free. Oh, Holy Spirit, come and fill me now. I want to be the person who sees your kingdom at work in front of me, in my life, in my family, everywhere that I work. I want to be that person filled with your Holy Spirit. I want to be a part of your body, what you're doing on the earth, Lord. I don't want to live this in isolation. I want to know how, for the Holy Spirit living in me can connect with the Holy Spirit living in others, Lord God. And I could be a part of the great family of Holy Spirit people, Lord God. Oh God, that you would make this happen. I have no ability to cause this, and I just bring myself to you as an empty vessel, as a broken empty vessel.